0: From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune.
1: A very warm welcome to you.
0: This is our international English service.
1: In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise.
0: You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually.
1: You are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope.
0: Here's a melodious song.
2: The yeah. to a world where wrong seems right what could be too great a cost for sharing life with one who's lost through his love All the grief they bear, they must hear.
0: no more on our programs you are welcome to write to us on this postal address adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune 411037 maharashtra india
1: you can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www
0: Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious song.
2: He saw was clear As a rompy, willed baby Lay weeping for the world Whose frightened tears With free us soul from fear The marks of death That God chose never to erase The wounds of love's eternal mark When the kingdom comes With its perfected sons He will be known by the sky That God the Father had a human heart With his own holy hands he sought to touch and heal the scars But he chose to tear those gentle hands apart No one was there to try and wipe away the tears That burned the holy eyes of God As he looked upon his one and only Son Who never sinned or is crucified the marks of death that God chose never to erase the wounds of love's eternal mark. When the kingdom comes with its perfected sons, he will be no he loved had fled into the door. Then his love and power raised him God won the victory But they only recognized him by the sky The marks of death that God chose never to erase The wounds of love's eternal mark. sons we will be known by the marks of death that God chose never to erase the wounds of love's eternal mark when the kingdom comes with its perfected sons
0: From the studios of adventist media center pune
1: we have helen jacob presenting god's word
3: greetings dear listeners from adventist media center pune happy to have you with us as you have tuned into our english program let us move on with today's topic before we begin our study in god's word let us bow our heads in prayer dear heavenly father Thank you for this opportunity to listen to your word. May we experience your great love for us and change us according to your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What is the meaning of the word encounter? It's a face-to-face or a life-changing experience. Your old self is gone and you are a new person. Old habits are replaced with new ones. Your outlook in life is different from before. People see a change through your behavior and wonder if you are the real you. There are many stories of Bible characters, ordinary people like you and me, who had a confrontation with Jesus. Let's look at a few of them. The key text is found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verse 10. For the Son of Man is come to seek and save that which was lost. The story of Zacchaeus is recorded in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verses 1 to 10. Zacchaeus is a wealthy chief tax collector in the city of Jericho. He had collected more money than required. He was rich and he was sinful. Before Zacchaeus had looked upon the face of Jesus, he had begun the work that made him manifest as a true penitent. The Holy Spirit had convicted him of his work ethics. He realized his wrongdoing, and when he had learned that Jesus was passing through the city, he was so passionate and determined to see who Jesus was. The Jewish people were not happy with the Roman taxes, as it was very excessive. They were oppressed and paying taxes for a nation that was not their own. There was no way out, so they paid the tax collectors and they became richer and richer. One day, a big crowd followed and surrounded Jesus as he made his way to the city of Jericho. This was Zacchaeus' chance to come close to Jesus, but there was a real problem. He was short in stature. The crowd pressed close to Jesus and this little man had no way to get through the crowd but he did not give up. He could not give up now. So he ran ahead of the crowd and climbed a sycamore tree to have a better look at Jesus. His deep longing to see Jesus led him to climb a tree. He wasn't going to give up this opportunity. His position and possession did not matter. Just imagine with me how surprised he must have been when Jesus looked up at him and a double surprise when Jesus invited Zacchaeus to come down because he wanted to visit his home. Can you imagine the excitement as he came down? He couldn't believe his ears. Was Jesus really coming to his house? In the Gospel of, Matthew, in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verses 8 to 10, we see the transformation that took place in the life of Zacchaeus. He said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord! The half of my goods I will give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from man by false acquisition, I restore him fourfold. Wow! What a change! What a turnaround! Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Happiness and salvation came to Zacchaeus that day. Let us consider another story that is recorded in the book of Exodus chapter 3. Verses 1 to 17. Have you seen a bush on fire but not burn up? Come with me to Mount Horeb as I narrate this encounter that Moses had with God. He was tending to the flock of Jethro, his father in law, and suddenly he sees a bush on fire but it didn't burn up. He was amazed and he came for a closer look. God called him from the middle of the bush. Moses, Moses, Moses replied, Here I am. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord tells him, of the oppression of his people in the land of Egypt. He has chosen Moses to go back to Egypt to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. At first, Moses gave several excuses, like, I am slow of speech. Then he sees God's answer in verse 12. God says, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. God was with Moses every step of the way. He came through for Moses and the children of Israel in all their difficulties. We see God's hand of protection over the Israelites while the ten deadly plagues fell upon the Egyptians. No harm came to them. While they lived in the land of Goshen, after the Israelites were given permission by the Pharaoh to leave the land of Egypt, they approached the Red Sea, and then they realized that the Egyptian army was behind them. They were stuck, the sea in front, the sea in front of them, the Egyptian army behind them, on either side were mountains, nowhere to run. Can you imagine their plight? This must have been too much for them. But God had a plan, and he made a way through the Red Sea. Moses held out his rod, and the waters parted. A huge wall of water, and they all safely crossed to the other side. Then Moses stretched out his rod again, and the waters came back together. And the Israelites saw with their own eyes the destruction of the Egyptians and the mighty deliverance of God on their behalf. Time and time again, God's presence was felt as the Israelites wandered in the wilderness. For forty long years, they experienced both good and difficult times. A pillar of cloud protected them from the heat of the sun during the day, and a pillar of fire kept them warm from the cold of the night. What an experience! But still they kept complaining and grumbling when the way got tough. Have you experienced a time in your life where you were so thirsty and there was no drinking water to be found? What thoughts went through your mind? Well, the children of Israel were in a desperate situation. They needed water to drink and no water was found. So they did what they do best complain and grumble against their leader, Moses. This time, Moses was rattled and could not understand the mind of these people. When Moses was instructed, then Moses was instructed by God to speak to the rock. But he struck the rock three times. And guess what? Cool, clear water gushed out of the dry rock and all the people, including the the livestock, drank to their satisfaction. Even when we are angry and complain and grumble against God, He is always there to take care of your needs. What an amazing and caring God we have. Manna, the heavenly food of the angels, fell from heaven to provide food for their sustenance, and quails were sent from heaven at their demand. But they still did not learn the lesson of obedience and trust in God. They soon forgot the blessings they received all along the way. You may ask yourself, how could they behave in this manner after so many miracles they experienced? But that is human nature, and our tendency to doubt and question surfaces again and again. Is there an area of your life that you are struggling with? Is there something that is holding you back? Something there may be sometimes... Sometimes there may be things that we can't talk about to anyone. You may think there is no one who cares. But take courage and claim this promise which is found in the book of Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. Jesus is always available. Just talk to him. Reach out to him. He understands and cares deeply for you. Have you experienced a stranger walking, talking or helping you in your life's journey? You might have had that awful feeling that you were all alone on the difficult road of ill health and the medical results are scary. Or you might have faced the road of a crushing load of financial strain, relationship tension that, lets, that left your heart broken and the burnout of work stress. You are never alone, because Jesus says in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. There is another account in the Gospel of Luke chapter 24 verse 13 onwards. Two disciples were walking on the road to Emmaus, which is seven miles away from Jerusalem, late in the afternoon on the resurrection day. Two disciples, who were not so prominent, but were earnest believers in Jesus, they were walking and talking about the death of Jesus. He suddenly came and began to walk with them, but they did not recognize him. Jesus asked them, what are you discussing about? They stopped short. Sadness was written on their face, and Cleopas replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that took place these past few days. What things? Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. They also went on to explain that he was a prophet who did powerful miracles, a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. The leading priests and religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death, and he was crucified on the cross. They continued to tell the stranger about some women who were in the group of followers who had gone to the tomb early morning of the resurrection day and they found the body missing. They had seen angels who told them, Jesus is alive. Some men ran to see, and sure enough, His body was gone, just as the woman had said. Then Jesus said to them, Why is it so hard to believe what the prophets wrote in the scriptures? He tenderly told them, All these sufferings of the Messiah are all clearly predicted in the writings of Moses and all the prophets. They knew it, but they missed it. When Jesus was with his disciples, he had also told them about his death and his resu- and his resurrection, but they missed it too. As they were nearing Emmaus and coming to the end of their journey, Jesus acted as if he was going on. They begged him to stay the night with them. Since, since it was getting late, Jesus went home with them. They sat down to eat. Then Jesus took the bread, blessed it, and broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. At that moment, he disappeared. These two disciples realized that Jesus had walked and talked with them on the road earlier that day. He explained the scriptures to them. Jesus was with them, and they didn't didn't realize it. And within the hour, they were on their way back to Jerusalem to tell the other disciples of the good news of his resurrection and their encounter with him. Just as they were Talking, Jesus himself was suddenly standing among them and said, Peace be with you. They also were startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Jesus said, Look at my hands, look at my feet. Touch me and make sure that I am not a ghost, because ghosts don't have a body. He showed them his hands and feet. Still they stood there in disbelief. When Jesus asked for something to eat, they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and as Jesus ate it, they all watched. Yes, the disciples once again had an encounter with Jesus. They were with Jesus for three long years, and some of them had doubts and disbelief. Jesus loved them and taught them and encouraged them for the work that lay ahead of them. They were instructed to wait for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. They waited and received the promise of the Holy Spirit. They would be His witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. These men of God, these disciples, turned the then-known world upside down. These men of God turned the world upside down. Ordinary people who did extraordinary things, things, Ordinary people who did extraordinary things through the power of God. Yes, my friends, Jesus is real. He is alive today. Just as the people in Jesus' time had a great change in their lives, we can also have an encounter with Jesus and our lives can be changed and we can be a great witness in our time too. His word is true and his promises are sure. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life and listen to the still small voice of your conscience. Jesus can work a miracle in your life too. Let us end with a short prayer. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for the face-to-face encounters that are recorded in the Bible. We see your amazing love and care for the ordinary people in your days. You loved them just as they were. May we also have the privilege to experience you in our lives in our time too. Thank you for loving and dying for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. (laughs) We
2: we are people
1: with this we have almost come to the end of our broadcast to know more on god's word you are always welcome to write to us
0: adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune four one one zero three seven Maharashtra India
1: And you can email us at Helen Riches at Gmail dot com Helen Riches at Gmail dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com
0: You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism CDE 000 800 040 1704 Or you can message us directly at plus1 seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero our whatsapp number is plus
1: nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three and you can email us at helen at gmail dot com h e l e n-r-i-c-h-e-s-v at gmail.com
0: We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org This is David
1: And I am Madhuri signing off at AWR
0: Do join us again along with your family and friends.
1: Till then, we wish you goodbye
0: goodbye and and God bless.
1: bless.